Welcome to the Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast, your go-to resource for navigating the world of entrepreneurship. Today, we're delving into a challenging phase that many startups encounter, the valley of death. This term paints a vivid picture of a critical period in the early stages of a startup's journey, marked by significant financial risk and uncertainty. The Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast is your ultimate launchpad for igniting ideas and skyrocketing your entrepreneurial dreams. Tune in, buckle up, and let's unleash the entrepreneurial spirit within. Your two hosts will be Professor Gary Palin and serial entrepreneur Ryan Budden. Hello, Ryan. How are we doing today? Uh, I'm doing brilliantly. What about you, Professor Palin? I'm doing real well. Uh, the weather has taken a turn to the upswing. It's going to be hitting 70 degrees in North Carolina today. <laughs> we went from the low in Nashville in a seven-day period being seven to 43. That's amazing. That's quite a swing. Right, quite the swing. No one really knows what to do. <laughs> Ryan, today I wanted to speak about a concept that I heard about probably in the 1990s, and it has held true through today and will hold through beyond. It's a concept called the Valley of Death. Sounds very ominous. Yes. The valley of death occurs after a startup has developed its initial product, but before they establish a steady revenue stream. So at the time when the initial funding, whether it's personal saving, friends and family, or early investors starts to run dry, but the business isn't generating enough income to cover its operational cost. That period of time is called the valley of death. Absolutely. It's aptly named. You see a lot of startups getting stuck in that valley and they can't get another investor because of metrics or through sales. They do get stuck. It causes all types of issues and you truly have to understand it revolves around financial operational challenges. And the timeline can vary from one startup to another, but it typically spans the initial launch phase until the point where it hits a break even or a positive cash flow. Anyone that's been through that phase can see, even if they didn't, how somebody would get stuck there. A lot of it has to do with planning and then decisions that are being made shortly after that product release to get over that hurdle. Just an awareness that the valley of death exists can help you either avoid the valley of death or minimize the valley of death. If you walk along just obtuse, which we tend to be putting out fires on a day-to-day -day basis and not looking at the big picture, that could be the demise of the venture, not paying attention to the valley of death. It's all about awareness, actually, because you can prepare for it so that it's not a valley, so that you have the funding or the metrics or the mechanism to give it that final push after release. If you haven't planned for that, you've just budgeted to get the product out the door, you're really in a tough place. And there's common pitfalls that lead to the valley of death. One of the most common is mismanagement of funds. You combine that with inadequate cash flow management. Those will be causing problems. Overestimating the market readiness of your concept. Sometimes people neglect the customer feedback, the market fit. They underestimate the operational cost, which is so difficult. You very often underestimate. Failing to pivot when it's necessary. Scaling prematurely. There's all types of issues that can lead to the valley of death or to cause the valley of death to extend. That scaling prematurely is the one that stood out to me because that's often case the biggest time that I see startups getting stuck there. They've gotten a capital raise, whether it's self-funded or funded through an investor. 
they scale up all of these operational people that they are going to need shortly. And what they don't realize is they're burning those dollars very, very quickly before the actual individuals needed at the company. And it's a balancing act, right? Too late is also a problem. So you can't necessarily say, don't do it until you need it. But it is really a balancing act. And a startup in any case is a high road walk anyway. Very often that combines with the overestimating the market readiness of the product. Also not listening to your customers. You're not paying attention to the customer feedback. The combination of that will cause that scaling prematurely. That's exactly right. Just the whole concept of MVP, the minimum viable product, is based around avoiding that. Before you scale, get that feedback from customers and scale in proportion to that. If anyone's listened to this podcast, they know how big of a fan of, we are of MVPs and scaling that way. And it's for a reason. Both of us has done it successfully using that model. We've also spoken many times about watching your cash flow. This is critical is you have to bridge the cash flow gap. And very often when you're dealing with a scalable or potential scalable venture, you're going to external sources for investors. You have to truly be prepared for that. Timing is critical with that in validating your business idea. Are you working on your prototype? Some proof of concept that will demonstrate the potential growth and profitability to attract those investors. Absolutely. And that's where the metrics fall into that valley of death. When you're able to show great metrics of growth from a product standpoint, so an investor is very happy with that. But then as soon as you have a launch product, the scale that they're looking at, the metrics that are going to drive interest totally shift. You go from an internal metric that you're generating to show growth to a external driven metric. What are the dollars in the door? What are the customers? What is your retention rate? And if you can't show those, they don't really care about the previous metrics at all. And with that, to attract investors at that point, when you're in the valley of death, you have to go all the way back to the pre-launch. Were you prepared to attract the investors? Understanding what the market potential is. Do you have a strong team? What type of traction can you build on this? Do you have a sustainable competitive advantage? Those are all factors. Before you start, you better consider those or that valley of death will literally be death. Yeah, and I'll tell you another thing that is tough about the valley of death. Going to an investor and saying, we've missed a projection where we need a capital infusion is one thing. Going to that same investor and saying, we have run out of money and need more money or this will die is an entirely different conversation and it is awful to have. Yes, and it puts you in a very, very weak position. Even if you can attract the investor, your valuation has taken a huge hit. You lose a much larger percentage of the business as a result of not being prepared for the valley of death. You're playing high stakes poker with a very, very weak hand. Yes, with some very savvy poker players. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> yes, if you're in Vegas, the odds are not with you. <laughs> There's a couple of companies that I just wanted to just bring attention to. One that successfully navigated the Valley of Death, another that unsuccessfully navigated. The one successfully you'll be very familiar with, Airbnb. They hit the Valley of Death during the 2008 economic downturn. So that was a very difficult, well, you could say unpredictable to a degree. And they use some very unconventional methods to raise funds. Did you know that they created and sold politically themed cereals? What? No. Yes. That was one of their ways to carry through to generate enough cash. They also participated in the Y Carbonated Startup Program as a means to deal with the Valley of Death. 
they went to the accelerator program as a means to bridge them through that. And as the outcome, Airbnb attracted significant venture capital and is very successful today. So they survived the valley of death. I love that. I'll think of politically themed cereals the next time I'm consulting with a company. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of that one. But today would be an interesting environment. 2008, politically themed cereals versus today. I don't know if I want to get into that bowl of cereal, if you will. <laughs> that would be a quagmire. For those who aspire to go higher in their entrepreneurial journey, we've got something just for you. Coming up next, unleash your entrepreneurial potential with the Janus Entrepreneurial Report. In just a few minutes, discover your unique entrepreneurial strengths, areas for growth, and tailored strategies for success. Whether you're a seasoned business owner or just starting out, the Janus Entrepreneurial Report is your roadmap to entrepreneurial excellence. Visit ProSpirit.com today and take the first step towards transforming your business vision into reality. The future of your enterprise starts now. Now, let's dive back into our journey of entrepreneurial insights. Now, a company that failed to survive the valley of death, you may not have never heard of them. It's Pets.com. Have you ever heard of that company? No, no, I have not. No, I'm not surprised you didn't. They were an online pet supply company and they emerged during the dot-com bubble. They quickly encountered the valley of death. They ran into problems of high logistics costs, low margins, and they had a very aggressive marketing strategy and they overextended their spending on marketing. For example, they threw a very large percentage of their marketing campaign into one expensive Super Bowl ad. Oh, funny. That's a big gamble, isn't it? They were unable to achieve a sustainable business model. They didn't have a sufficient customer base. They collapsed within one year of going public. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's tough. Typically going public is the launching point, not the failing point. Yes. So there's a couple of examples I think are interesting, and you can have positive outcomes from surviving the valley of death, but you can have the demise of companies, which several years later, you've never heard of them. That's exactly right. Hence the name. That's the concept of Valley of Death. I just wanted to make sure our listeners were aware of it. Do you have any final thoughts before we conclude, Ryan? The main aspect of it is, is just being aware that it exists so you can plan accordingly. And you're building a bridge over that valley instead of going down in it and getting stuck. Definitely. And strategic planning, financial prudence, and focusing on market alignment are critical to survive the Valley of Death. Absolutely. Well, once again, sounds like a game plan. Let's get entrepreneurial. Let's get entrepreneurial. As we wrap up another episode of the Let's Get Entrepreneurial podcast, we extend our gratitude for your presence and attention. Your dedication to the entrepreneurial spirit fuels our passion for creating this podcast. Check out profspirit.com to discover resources and courses designed specifically for innovators like you. Stay on the cutting edge by following us on Spotify. Apple Podcast, YouTube, and other platforms as it is released. Until then, keep the entrepreneurial flame burning.